Welcome to the Character Smash and Slash, the show where we give every Disney movie ride a Disney movie makeover, one land at a time. And now your hosts, Johnny and Alan. Hey everyone, welcome to the Character Smash and Slash. My name is Johnny, and with me, as always, is Alan. What's up, Alan? We're halfway around the world, you and I. We sure are. And uh, things may sound slightly better in this episode. Because Alan is using fancy new headphones. Uh, we obviously record this on our phones because it sounds like we do. And by the next episode, I'm planning on having the new iPhone, the iPhone XS. Y'all, I'm going to seize the future with XS. Oh, man. When they announced the title of that, I was so excited because I'm just like, finally, Skippy's coming back. But it was, then it was just a phone. Well, that's good that Skippy was coming back and not... Chairman Clench, who is a convicted pedophile. <laughs> it really is. Mm-hmm. Look it up, Kathy, kids. Kathy Najimy was in that. Think yes. That was like the last thing of her contract after Hocus Pocus. Yeah, and then they had to go back to her for the uh, the rights to do all those Halloween parties that start in April for some reason. Mm-hmm. They're already, it's what, September 12th? They've already done about 17 this season so far? Yes, they are halfway through already. <laughs> Next week is Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know what? Last episode, we did Epcot's World Showcase East. Now we're heading the rest of the way around World Showcase clockwise, starting with USA. 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 It's time for a character smash and slash. I like the little pause you had to that. Like, you stretch out the slash. <laughs> yeah. I recently remembered how to do podcasts. And that I need to be energetic and exciting and not just kind of mumble. Ah. So, there we go. I'm doing it, baby. We're All back. Right. Look, All this right. is energy. I, All right. Fucking I got this. Stout. Okay, hang on. For loco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. Hey, let's talk about America. Always. Uh-huh. Uh, I think both of us actually did the same thing where we combined USA and Japan. So, like, there's a space between the USA pavilion and the Japanese pavilion, and mm-hmm. I think there is... I think we both have an idea for a pavilion between the two. Is that correct? We do, indeed. All right. What's your idea? Okay. So, I'm taking the best parts of both countries, Japan and America. What's the best part of both countries? Giant monsters. That's absolutely 100% correct. Okay, so my attraction, and this is going to be my just random out there taking it from somebody else one. I'm throwing that card in early. My attraction is King Kong versus Godzilla. East versus West Battle Royale Tokyo Go! USA! USA! And Alan, for our listeners at home who are like, "Um, actually, guess what, guys? We're doing wild cards, so... yep. Yep. You can go That's through and use a movie that isn't Disney or Fox or That's whatever. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. And I threw out my wild card early. And it's going to be a cool concept. So it's basically an audience participation thing. They're seated in the American Gardens Theater, and they have this big kind of like arena entrance thing where you get to see it. But they get to vote to see who wins. And there's four or five battle royals, highest votes. That's the winner. And then they get to go watch the fight. I like it. Is, so it's kind of like that Islands Adventure walkthrough thing where the end is like a Power Rangers episode. That's exactly what it's like. It said, oh, man, they should put the spinny water tunnel vortex thing in there anyway just for fun because that's really fucking cool. Yes, that, uh, that is literally the only thing I remember about that attraction other than you stand in a room and watch 
two characters fight on a big giant movie screen. So my I question remember waiting to you in is, line though, for it. Sorry, yes, you may have waiting in line for it. That was it. That's okay. Just, the uh, end. Yeah. <laughs> the end. Great story, Alan. We're really, really hammering this home, knocking it out of the park. That was my high energy story. <laughs> yeah. So, is there anything in Harry Potter that has like a swirling vortex of water like that? Because mm. I'm assuming eventually, Isla's adventure is just going to envelop that whole area, that whatever that area is right now, and just make it Harry Potter esque. It could be a giant toilet that Moni Myrtle lives in. Oh, yeah. I'm actually okay with that, because I think Moni Myrtle is one of my favorite characters in the Harry Potter series. She's also our age. <laughs> yes, she is. She's like a billion years old. But this is not about Islands of Adventure. We may get to that eventually. But today, we're talking about USA and Japan. First of all, love your idea. My idea, Big Hero 6. I love Mm-hmm. Yes. So the idea is you're flying around on the back of Baymax, like the Avatar ride, mm-hmm. and it's just set between the two pavilions. So mm-hmm. I like it. Have mm-hmm. you hugged Baymax at Epcot? No. The last time I went, I, uh, I there was a big line. He's squishy. It's amazing. It's like hugging a balloon. That's really neat. Should I have stayed in line for that, or is it worth it? Well, I thought I didn't have much of a line, but I thought it was worth it because A, he's squishy, and B, you're, you can see the really long line for the Inside Out characters. Well, when I last time I saw a line for Baymax, the Inside Out wasn't a thing yet, so I well, don't know what to do than hug I, Baymax. I, I get it. More people want to hug Amy Poehler than they want to hug the guy from 30 Rock. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I never have watched 30 Rock. I'm like, you know, Pete needs a hug. I mean, Pete mm-hmm. does need a hug. But, you know, I'm not waiting in line for that. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So the whole, like, uh, the whole movie itself is a, a, a USA-Japan hybrid fusion kind of thing. San Francisco. So it just makes sense. That's what they do at the egg roll cart in Adventureland. It's like an American-Asian fusion thing because it has, like, hamburgers inside of the egg roll. I think this month is a Reuben. Like, they, it, it's the same thing. Oh, man. I'd house a Reuben egg roll, like, in a second. <laughs> I'm not making that up. It really is a Reuben. That sounds delicious. Also, you know what's really sad is there's a really nice farmer's market, like, in town where I could drive to. And the only reason I ever go is because they have giant egg rolls there. I'm not going to eat fresh uh, I'm not going to eat fresh love vegetables. Them. <laughs> no, love them. No, right. Giant. Those mungs make a hell of an egg roll. And this, is it the kind that's, like, half the size of your arm and, like, super thick? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like a Chipotle burrito that's been <laughs> yeah. deep-fried with the you know, duck sauce. <laughs> if somebody just walked on our podcast right now, they'd be like, what are they talking about? <laughs> so if you tuned in late, we're talking about <laughs> things half the size of our arms and super thick. Let's just move on. Let's just move on to the next pavilion. The next one is Morocco. And I think for Morocco... No-brainer slam dunk. Aladdin magic carpet ride. Yeah. Like thing where you're on the magic carpet. Again, where it's Avatar style where you're riding on the back of the magic carpet. So you would do it that style? You wouldn't do the the very, very heavy helmet VR style at Disney Quest? <laughs> no, first of all. Because I spent $6 in 1992 doing that at Disneyland. <laughs> 
So, do you watch the Defunct Land uh, YouTube series? I should. You definitely should. Well, on one of the episodes, they uh, they cover Disney quests and they talk about that. And Michael Eisner is wearing the giantest helmet. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And then I, I looked right over at my PlayStation VR, which is not much different and mm-hmm. a thousand times better. Alan, I don't use my PlayStation VR all the time, but if I did, I would want to have that. Oh, Magic Carpet Ride game. I think that would be amazing. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. I don't know why they don't just release that for PlayStation VR. I would totally buy that. Do you know how, like, people have those weird, like, sound and smell association things? Yes. Like, I always have that sound association with that part of uh, Disney Quest with, like, the little headband before you put the helmet on clicking on your head. Just like that. And you think it's done, and then you get that one more. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we have to go do Pirates now before the migraine kicks in. Right. Well, it's a good thing you don't have a PlayStation VR because there's a little dial on the back to make it click. I always click it one extra time than I should, and then uh, I regret it when I'm playing Eagle's Flight, which is a fantastic game. Also, if you like Cirque du Soleil music, Eagle's Flight soundtrack, look it up. There's homework for our listeners this time around. I want you to watch Defunct Land on YouTube, and then on YouTube as well, just look up Eagle's Flight soundtrack. And tell me that doesn't sound like Stacy introducing Lanuba on the resort TV. And also, while you're on the internet, you should visit MeUndies.com. Yes, you should! Alan, I'm not wearing MeUndies right now because I only have two pair. Because no one has taken advantage of the 20% off offer that I've given everybody since, like, episode three. Guys, get on this. The most comfortable pair of underwear you will ever put on your butt. I'm just really excited, super excited that you didn't just say, because no one's taken advantage of me on these. <laughs> and they haven't. And it's been I, like two and a half years. So if you know somebody, give me a call. <laughs> if you know someone who's really into podcasters. <laughs> right. <laughs> Have you ever gone going? to a diner and saw a pretty girl and said, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to hit on that girl and said, do you like podcasts? <laughs> Trust me, okay, it does real, not work. Okay, listen, real talk, though. If you're in a diner at, like, 10 o'clock at night on a Tuesday, someone is probably there ironically, so that could actually work. Yeah, that's true, but not the hot waitress when... No. Yeah. You know, you know they're getting all sort of, like, proposals. Hey, download my ebook. Listen to my podcast. Mm-hmm. They, there's just too much, especially if you're the only cute girl in the diner. And anyway... Like, I, I just want to give you pie. So, Morocco, what would you do in Morocco? I haven't done anything in Morocco to begin with. Like, I don't even think I've ever eaten there, to be honest with you. No, they have a belly dancer place there. I haven't been there. Well, there you go. The only thing that I've done at Morocco is overpaid for somebody to get shitty henna tattoos. I would do the Prince of Persia Sands of Time stunt show. Oh, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal's and, finest hour. Right, and it's it's just going to be a bunch of wire work of, like, you know, it's going to be like the Sinbad show at Universal, but with different costumes and sand instead of water. So will white people be playing uh, people from the Middle East in a problematic manner, or will this be different than the movie? Well, I don't know, because Scarlett Johansson is still filming The Avengers. Zing! <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> Topical. Yeah! No, I do like it. I, Epcot doesn't have any stunt shows, and really, I think oh. that is missing from that. 
park. That's a really cool idea, actually. Mm-hmm. So uh, moving on to the next pavilion, we have France. And uh, uh, what did you have for France? I went back to a Fox property. Okay. And I have, from the Pink Panther films, unfortunately, the uh, original ones were not Fox properties, but the remakes were, the Steve Martin ones, which were not good, but they were still there. Uh, and Steve Martin. Yeah. It's like, it's like did, pizza or sex. Even if it's bad, it's still good. Exactly. It's like the, uh, so I did the Inspector Clouseau murder mystery dinner show because they don't have like a murder mystery dinner. I think people go to Epcot to eat and they would pay it and, the, you know, stupid jokes. It would be, honestly, it would turn to like the closest thing that is around for the Adventures Club. So it would start getting groupy. So I kind of already regret the idea, to be honest with you. Uh, yes, because anything that plays to that crowd. Uh-huh. Yeah, you, you, your time has passed. You're sad, sad people. Just go, just go to Trader Sam's. You're fine. No, I, that's actually really cool too. I like the idea of a murder mystery show. Yeah. See, I like the idea of, like you said, there's dinner because Epcot is now like the food place mm-hmm. 11 months out of the year mm-hmm. and, um, actors, which they already have a lot of there, but to like focus mm-hmm. it. Like honestly, it would be the place where all the street mystery characters at studios want to get double time. Right, yes. Or you make sure you have enough older characters for when those guys retire, they, you know, they can... Oh, man. You're, you're going to have so many slightly old-looking Prince Charming-type folks at this place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, hmm, if he combed his hair a little different and was five years younger. <laughs> that magical day where Peter Pan becomes Peter Man. Yep. No, and that's really cool. I like that. And, again, Disney's all about this upcharging stuff now, mm-hmm. so why not, mm-hmm. you know, make them pay to get into the murder mystery show? I like it. Me too. Uh, what I would do is something a little more conventional. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do Leon the Professional, the ride. <laughs> so it's going to be a prequel. Pre- prequel. I'm saying that weird. So Leon is obviously from France. And so we'll get a, a Buzz Lightyear-style ride through Paris mm-hmm. where you're shooting things like Leon does because he's a professional. And he's very good at it. Leon the semi-professional or the amateur. Leon the amateur is a better joke than the one I just said. <laughs> you know what I should have done for the Italy Pavilion? Uh, yeah, the Mario Brothers was great. But you know what I should have done? Like, What's Italian that? Italian job ride. <laughs> yep. You know what? That is uh, definitely a little more on the nose than... Like, it's in the title. Wait, hold on, hold on. Alexa, stop. I'm making lasagna, everybody. (laughs) Just so you know. Just so you know, that's not his roommate. No, no, yeah. I don't have a roommate named Alexa. Hold on. We gotta remove the plastic film from the top of this lasagna. Alright. Did you get the robot thing yet? Uh, no, no, that's, uh, that comes out in three or four weeks. Okay. Yeah. I just need to know when I need to start looking for somebody walking around wearing a nice Johnny skin. It's not a Terminator robot. Alexa, set a timer for ten minutes. Ten minutes. Starting now. Thank you, Alexa. <laughs> All right, you never we have ten minutes me more. anymore. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we got a host. Yeah, we got a we got a third friend here. <laughs> hey, let's let's go on to the next uh, pavilion, shall we? You can't see it right now, but Siri is giving me the finger. <laughs> uh, the next pavilion in World Showcase is the UK Pavilion. Again, 
I'm going to do another easy slam dunk layup. The Alice in Wonderland ride from Disneyland. Just build that there. It's perfect. Yeah. I mean, because that place is really charming and probably doesn't have a lot of room because they have the uh, the giant Millennium Convention Center thing there. Mm-hmm. So, Alice in Wonderland ride. And it's awesome. That's such an awesome ride. It's so much fun. My favorite part about the entire ride is that little track part where you just go outside and there's nothing to see. You're just looking at Disneyland and you're like, all right, well, this is nice. And it's like 70 degrees and there's the hat shop. And all right, let's do this. Okay, we're back inside. There's crazy stuff. Hey, the Matterhorn. Hey, there's that line I was just in. Let's go back inside. Yeah. I kind of want to spit. Right. That's why they had to expand the floor a little bit. They say it was for safety reasons. They said it was, you know, OSHA or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't. It was because people kept spitting on the line. Yep. Did I ever tell you my story about Kobe Bryant in line for Alice in Wonderland? No. So I'm in this line for about 30 minutes. This this jerk in front of me is wearing like a Kobe Bryant jersey. And it's just like, oh, just a loud mouth, obnoxious dude. So, so annoying. He's yelling at his kids. He's on his phone. But he's wearing this, you know, really bright yellow Kobe Bryant jersey. So he turns his back and was like BSing with somebody about something. And then all of a sudden the actual Kobe Bryant shows up and hops on the ride and goes inside. The guy with the jersey didn't even notice, and everyone's like, dude, 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 and he's like, yeah, yeah, shut up, and then uh, Kobe Bryant was gone, and he never got to meet his hero. <laughs> and he deserved it, because he was being a jerk in the line. Uh, we, ha- You and I have a have a celebrity athlete story. Do we? Which one? We, uh, Steve Young. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> I don't know how much of that trip we can really disclose. I don't want to well, get anybody into trouble. No, this one, this, I'm not going to go into specific detail, but we were... Let's just in, say a friend, he's very uh, Bill Brasky-esque. Let's just put it that way. Well done, well done. Mm-hmm. So we were through speaking and talking to folks like we do. We were able to sit in very nice seats for the, the California Venture Electrical Parade. Right. And, it turned out, to sit in these very nice seats, another family had to be booted and had to sit on a trash can. Because <laughs> we got One to Mr. MVP, NFL <laughs> Hall of Famer Steve Young. Super Bowl winner Steve Young had to go sit on the trash can with his family while Alan and I and our friends got to sit on the nice benches. <laughs> I felt like the Super Bowl champion that day. <laughs> Who was the real MVP, I ask you? Yeah. Although, with my really, really shaved head and thin body, because I Oh, man, food, your head was shaved for that. Yeah. I looked like a friggin' uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation kid. I think they felt sorry for me. I don't think our friend Bill Brasky uh, actually talked anybody into anything. I think he was just like, this kid's got, like, ten months tops. Let him sit here for the parade. He had his birthday button. When we weren't looking, he would just flip it around and have a day. <laughs> make a wish button. <laughs> you know, you know that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Here's what I'll do, people. If you go to our Twitter page, which is at Character Smash, I will post a photo of me during that trip, and I look like I, yeah, I got the hiv. I got it real bad. <laughs> I had really good arms, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, we all were really tan because we had just stopped yeah. working at the Jungle Cruise. Yeah, yep. I don't I, I don't know where it went, but I looked good. Uh, yeah, it looked good then. So what did you have for the United Kingdom? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, no, okay. I, I had I had a, 
Uh, I'm building. Remember the Agent P around the world thing that they had, and the yes, impossible. I, th- I think they still have it, right? But yeah, it's, I think it's, it's Agent P now. I think. Yes, that's right. It used to be Kim Possible, right? Yeah. So same concept, same thing, but it's going to be Agent Carter. Oh, be still my heart, Peggy Carter. I love you. <laughs> Peggy Carter is such a smart choice for anything because, like, there's that male and female crush base that exists, and then there's yes. like the I want to be like her fan base that exists. That like it's just like it's just such a perfect fit for people to run around like jackasses in Epcot. Oh man, I, yeah, that's that's awesome. Also, I, I want to be like her too. So I, I'm, uh, I fit into both those camps. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. If if I felt like Agent Carter was telling me to do something, I'd run around Epcot. That's right. I uh, I also you know Steve Rogers. Uh huh. Look at him. Right. We're all on the same page here. I have to believe Steve Rogers would like our podcast. Uh, yeah, he'd be like, oh, those guys are really trying. <laughs> we, we get a good job, champs. Good job. So, you decided to start a podcast, no reasons to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we got backward chaired. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, man, every now and then he'd go, I got that reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I dig that idea. Like, where you're running around, you have, like, a little secret mission, mm-hmm. and it's a relevant character. Your little mission statements are going to be given to you by, like, a little Howard Stark thing. Yes, yeah, like the app that you have to download to make it work. It's yes, all, yeah. like, 1930s, 1940s-y look. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, I dig that a lot. All right, and for our final pavilion of Epcot, we're going to, we're, this is it. This is the end of Epcot, guys. Canada. Can I yes. tell you 100% of all of the things you have said, this is my absolute 100% favorite. I love it more than anything on the planet. Like, I want it so badly. It's, it's, it's perfect. So, a way to hype that up, first of all. You're, it's worth it. It's that good. Okay. So, my idea for Canada. <laughs> so excited. Is Alpha Flight's flight. Yes. yes. Just a oh, big, yes. nasty, tubular steel roller coaster theme to the Canadian Marvel superhero, Alpha Flight, who had a cameo in the new Deadpool movie. Didn't they? Oh, in the very, very background, yeah. They, they just, like, name-checked him. Oh, kind of like was... I'm doing now, because, honestly, I know nothing about Alpha Flight other than his last name is Flight, and that sounds like a roller coaster name. <laughs> well, first off, it's a team. But... Okay. Oh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I thought it was like Captain America, like Apple Flight. All right, whatever. <laughs> it's a team, but that's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. The joke is still there. Got it. All right. Well, then you lay it on me. What is this roller coaster going to be then? You oh, seem to I- love the idea. I took you halfway there. Well, the funny part is one of their, their characters is a, is a is little person the correct term? It's little person, right? Yeah, it's not midget anymore. Yeah, it's, it's little person. So that's where the PC stops because his name is Puck. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> you have to be at least as tall as Pop to ride the ride. <laughs> I do like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it would just be a steel coaster, just like all the Six Flags coasters are loosely based on DC superheroes. It's a purple track, therefore it's Joker's crazy flippy-flop. Oh, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, Riddler's Revenge, because it's green uh-huh. like Riddler's hat. Yeah, yeah. all right. Uh-huh. Alpha Flight's Flight. I love it. I like the idea of you must be as tall as Puck to ride. So what did you have for Canada? I have Justin Trudeau in Canada proudly presents famous Canadians. And it's basically the Canadian Hall of Presidents, but only with, like, celebrities. So, yeah, with with people you know from Canada. Yeah, so it would be, like, Martin Short and 
Ryan Reynolds and Mike Myers and William Shatner's Canadian. That's true. Uh, Jim Carrey. We could, Jim Carrey. Uh, as you, Alexa, stop. <laughs> My lasagna is done, everyone. I'm going to let it cool while we finish this podcast. It sounds like you're yelling at your dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what if you had a dog named that? That would be terrible. <laughs> there was, there used to, I think, I'm pretty sure it was an urban myth, but somebody had a, their dog that they named Stay. So it was like, sit, stay. Roll over, stay. That's awesome. That's like Lamangelo. Um, so, no, getting back to uh, before I was so rudely interrupted by my Spart speaker. Um, <laughs> what were you doing? Oh, yeah, Jim Carrey. This was a funny, hilarious joke that I was going to tell about how in the in the queue, instead of, like, those flags hanging down, there's those paintings, those weird-ass paintings that Jim Carrey does. Oh, man. But Wait, it pause, pause for fucking laughter. <laughs> <laughs> thing about those paintings is they would all be like these really really weirdly drawn sequences from epcot but it would be like giant head tourists eating a turkey leg like looking sad at an american flag yeah mm-hmm. right yeah and donald trump is uh, an angry baby in the corner yeah perfect i love it there you go canada we wrapped up epcot i'm so excited that's 50 percent that's right. So, yeah, we're actually, what is this, episode some? I don't know what episode number this is. So Walt Disney World should take us about 15 episodes to do, and then we'll do, like, a fun little recap episode, and then we'll decide if uh, it's worth it to even go on to Disneyland or Disneyland Paris or whatever. Or maybe we're good, and that's okay, too. <laughs> so we'll Right up into the sunset. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, that's how you do a character smash and slash. You know what? Please join us for the next episode where we take on Walt Disney World's junk drawer. Disney's Hollywood Studios. Fair warning, it might be a different park name by the time we get it. Oh, my God. You know what? That's definitely true. But in the meantime, we'll start off with the area that you think of when you think of the studios, Sunset Boulevard. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's our show. I'm Johnny. You good, Alan? I'm good. All right, my brother. See you at Casey's. Keep it hard. Thank you for listening to the Character Smash and Slash. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and tell your other Disney nerd friends to listen as well. If you'd like to contact us, send an email to charactersmash at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at Character Smash.